I don't know about you, but I love Christmas. In fact, it's my favourite time of the year. I get so excited. I love like the Christmas trees, the decorations, the food, family, friends, and the Christmas movies. I love Christmas 24. I can watch Christmas movies. Really not acting, but I really love Christmas movies. And I love peas. Do you like peas? Peas, presents, pigs in blankets and port. Uh, very nice. <laughs> you know, this year, a man goes through three stages in his life. Stage one, he believes in Santa Claus. Stage two, he doesn't believe in Santa Claus. Stage three, he is Santa Claus. <laughs> you know, it's such a fun season. And uh, during these seasons that different people have different expectations and different perspectives. There was a little boy who wanted a bike for his birthday. So he got on his knees and started praying for this bike. His birthday came, no bike. And then he thought, hold on, Christmas is just a couple of weeks away. Maybe I'll get a second chance. So he got on his knees and started to pray. But then he thought, no, I prayed for a bike for my birthday and I didn't get one. So he gets up and he started walking around the house. Then he spots a statue of Mary on the shelf. And he had an idea. He took down the statue of Mary, wrapped her in a blanket, opened the drawer, stuffed her in the drawer, shut the drawer, and he said, Jesus, if you want to see your mum again, get me a bike. <laughs> there are many different versions. There are many different versions of Christmas. And with so many different versions of Christmas, it's good to sometimes stop. And say, what does the original script say? The original script tells us the only true historical reason for celebrating Christmas is that of the birthday of Jesus Christ. We don't celebrate the birthday of anyone that's dead. We only celebrate the birthday of those that are alive. So, and I'm forgetting... Those that are alive. And it's because Christians know and believe that Jesus Christ is alive that there can be a true celebration of his birthday. Imagine it's your birthday. You've invited all your friends and family to come round. The doorbell goes. You're going onto the door. There's all of them standing there with loads of presents, holding the presents. And they're shouting, it's your birthday! And you say, yes, it is my birthday, come on in! They all come inside. They're standing around. They say, it's your birthday! And you say, yeah, yeah, I know it's my birthday. We established that. It is my birthday. And then what they do, they all get out their presents and give them to one another. Does that remind you of anything? The only true historical reason for celebrating Christmas is as the birth, dear, of Jesus Christ. Someone said Christmas means giving presents. No, Christmas doesn't mean giving presents. Although we do give presents because it's Christmas. When we go back to the original script, we learn that there were wise men. Have you ever thought... What would have happened if these were wise women? I'll tell you. (laughs) 
<laughs> if there were wise women, <laughs> if there were wise women on their journey, they would have stopped and asked for directions and arrived there on time. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but the wise men didn't arrive till quite late. They would have taken a casserole, they would have cleaned out the stable, they would have helped with the delivery, and they probably would have brought more practical gifts. <laughs> but the scripture says they were wise men. Now, this has nothing to do with academia, intelligence. It's of understanding. They understood. They worshipped the king, the child, and they give him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, why would he give a child those gifts? It's symbolism. And behind that symbolism is profound truths. In the original script, gold is the symbol of kingship. They gave gold because they realized he was the king. Not a king, but the king. The original script says, king of kings. And by bowing down and giving him this gold, they were saying, we come under your sovereignty, we come under your rule, and we come under your reign. Frankincense is a symbol of prayer and communication. They understood that the king had come to communicate with us. Frankincense is a symbol. Oh, I've already done frankincense, haven't I? <laughs> Myrrh in the Bible is a symbol of burial and of death. They understood that the king had come into the world in order to give his life for us. See, the problem started way, way, way back in the Garden of Eden, where we had become disconnected from God because of our sins. The original script is the Bible. And Bible simply means library. Now, there's many books in this library, and these books are split, split into two testaments. We have the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the Old Testament, the first book is Genesis. The last book in the Old Testament is Malachi. The first book in the New Testament is Matthew. The last book in the New Testament is Revelation. Now, between the last book of the Old Testament, Malachi, and the first book of the New Testament, Matthew, there is 500 years of silence where God says nothing. For those that don't know, Jesus Christ was born in the New Testament. We have 500 years before the Old Testament, from the Old Testament to the New Testament. In the Old Testament, which is wrought over many hundreds of years, there are what are called messianic prophecies. There are 322 of them. These 322 prophecies tell us of the Saviour and the King coming to earth. They tell us where he will be born, how he will be born, what he will do, how he will grow up, where he will go, how he will die, 
They even have details of things like how many coins are going to be used to portray him. The peer, what they would get. Do you know what the mathematical compound probability of, a, of 322 prophecies being fulfilled, being fulfilled in one man in one moment in time is? It's 1 over 84 with 100 zeros. In other words, it doesn't happen every day. The Sadducees and Pharisees and religious leaders, they not only knew the Old Testament and the 322 prophecies, but they memorized them. That means they knew when, what, when, how. They knew it all. But yet, they couldn't be bothered to walk five miles, five miles, that's all, to check it out. I would walk 50 miles, I don't know about you, but they wouldn't walk five miles. There are many people who have missed the transforming truths of who Jesus is. Even King Herod missed it because he wouldn't humble himself and bow down to the king. Yes, Herod was a king, but Christ is the king. Sometimes pride and arrogance stop us from encountering the real king and the real meaning of Christmas. God came down to earth as a child, and grew as a man to communicate with us, to die upon the cross, to take our sins, to forgive us, then to rise again so that we could have new life, eternal life. We would know his love, his kindness, his faithfulness, and his truths. What are you going to believe this Christmas? Which story? Remember, this is history. It's his story. And it's his birth, dear. Would you stand with me and sing, O come, holy faithful? <laughs>